Hi, I'm Michael Williams, Artistic Director of Sydney Writers Festival. This recording and the festival itself take place on the unceded lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to ancestors and elders, past and present. We hope you enjoy this conversation from our 2021 podcast series. Eleven days ago on Dakota land, Derek Chavon was convicted of murder. We watched it from our phone screens and our TVs. A question that went through our heads after the verdict was, when in this country will we see a conviction? After the Chavon conviction in the US, guilty on all charges, we might have felt relieved for a second. And then we felt this unbearable, crushing, paralyzing sense of grief. Grief for all who we lost and their families that will never have that accountability that was denied to them. Every black fella I know has been affected in some way by a death in custody, or most likely more than one. These things happen when we are kids and we have no way of processing it. 1993, I was two years old. There was a death in my community, a young man. I've seen the whole he has left, the anger that's left behind, the sadness in the land that he won't be able to dance on country again. Country is missing his footsteps and his laughter and his pride and his culture. 2004, I have just turned 14. My cousin and I are really close. She's like my sister. She stayed with us for a while while her two younger brothers also stayed with us and they become part of the furniture. One day we're watching movies, listening to music, making up our own raps, styling up, doing typical teenage things. And next day, her mum's brother has died in a cell. Another proud black man is no longer grieving. Another very high profile death in custody that's everywhere on the news. It's relentless, it's disturbing. As a 14-year-old, I don't know what to say to my cousins. The proceedings go on for a long time, our teenage years, and the officer is eventually acquitted of all charges. The next time I see my cousin, this is on our country in Bowie, on Mananjali Yugumbe Dagan, my cousin's got a fresh tattoo of her uncle on her shoulder, his picture and his name because she's carrying it, carrying it every day. And that tattoo gives that grief and that anger a voice. There's been no convictions, but at least 476 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and two sadly this week, have died in police and prison custody since the Royal Commission handed down its final report in 1991. And that Royal Commission 
was meant to achieve something because of the high rates of deaths in the 80s, there's actually been a higher rate of deaths in custody in the following decades. Things are worse. People say the system is flawed, but what if it's actually working? Angela Davis reminds us that the role of the police is to protect white supremacy, and this is happening, this is working. And there's so many people that are fighting, fighting this. When will we see accountability? When will we see accountability, not just for the killers to be held accountable, but the colonial forces that contribute to the incarceration and death of our people? So many unthinkable things are happening and keep happening. What is justice? I can't answer that. I don't know what that seven-letter word means. Maybe it means something different to all of us who are affected by this. The only justice that I know to be within reach at this moment is narrative justice. Continue to tell the stories that need to be told. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to and rate our channel wherever you listen to your podcasts.